0: Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. Me, 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 me. Well, in today's business world, you do need to differentiate yourself to be able to bring to life your experiences, your growth. But how do you do that without listing tasks or without saying me, me, me? Well, this episode, we're talking with Dr. Adrian Schneer, how to showcase your value and why that matters Now, whether you have an upcoming performance review or a promotion or a job or school interview how you can share your story showcase your value and be the advocate for you because we assume that others do know our value but that is a false assumption because no one knows yourself better than you in fact you're so busy in your role That if someone were to ask you what makes you valuable what what makes you an asset you might just ramble off tasks but not really your value and our guest dr adrian Schneer, is the ceo and founder at apply yourself the advancement spot inc where she teaches students and professionals to level up their game by showcasing themselves and developing compelling authentic academic and professional applications and this is all based on her years of experience as a member on admissions committees job search committees, and tenure and promotion committees. Dr. Adrian Schneer is also a lawyer and founder of Schneer McKenzie Law and Policy Consulting and a Toronto-based Adjunct Professor in the Faculty of Graduate Studies and Faculty of Health at York University and Health Law Faculty at Osgoode Hall. And If you have a question or comment about this episode of the podcast, well, we would love to hear from you and appreciate your thoughts. Email us at podcast At greatcanadiantraining.ca. Now, let's meet Dr. Adrian Schneer and how to showcase your value. Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. We've got with us Dr. Adrian Schneer. Dr. Adrian Schneer, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, we're so glad we are talking about. A topic that is really interesting to discuss in 2023, which is how to showcase your value. And this is something you're an expert in, and you're going to share your expertise today. Uh, So the first question is, why why is this becoming so important to showcase your value? Why is this this trending, so to speak?
1: Yeah, it is. And it's trending whether you're in academia, whether you're in business, whether you're a young professional or a more senior professional. Um, This is important no matter what you're doing, showcasing yourself, is is one of the things that you cannot work on enough. Hmm. And it is a skill that is learned. You aren't born knowing how to showcase yourself and your value. And so this is was an area that I specialize in uh, for applicants, for business owners, for professionals, because this is the number one area. This is the number one question that I get is, how do how do I showcase myself? And we'll get there, I'm sure. Um, but why is this important? Because you are the only advocate for yourself. You're the only advocate for yourself and the way that you show up for yourself, for your applications, for your business is the, the way that you are perceived on the other side. So whether you're on Zoom, whether you're in person, whether it's your social media presence, whether it's in writing, whether it's in your emails that you're sending, Every single thing that you are putting out into the world is a reflection of you, and we need to have a really solid understanding and skill set uh, behind how we're showcasing
0: ourselves. Yeah. The, the first question I think a lot of listeners would be hearing, and, and I'm asking myself this too, is I'd love to do that. How do I do it without seeming like going me, 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 me? So how do we do this without, being, without bragging?
1: Absolutely. So there's a big difference between cocky and confidence. Mm. And the way that we begin by working through this, because it's not a one and done fix. This is something that happens over time. These are skills that are learned over time using really um, specifically curated strategies that I have come up with uh, based on my experience. And this is in large part, the skills the and the strategies that we use are in large part based on mindset and how we think about ourselves. The second step after that is actually putting pen to paper. And so we have to work on uh, mindset, we have to work on self esteem, we have to work on how we perceive ourselves and how we want to be perceived by the world around us. And then comes that more tangible work that pen to paperwork that I've just referred to, Mm -hmm. which is useful at any age in any stage. And I always recommend that we begin with some form of CV or resume, even if you're a business owner. Now it doesn't have to be formally formatted if you're not submitting it to anybody. Of course, if you are submitting it, it certainly does have to be appropriately formatted. Um, But one of the really important pieces of the work that goes into creating a CV or resume Is that you have to figure out how to advocate for what you have done how to showcase what you have done on paper and that is for somebody else to receive so the important thing is not to just list off the tasks that you've done but to actually think to yourself okay how have i grown through this role what are the different aspects of this role that i have been able to gain experience in that I have been able to grow in and how am I attaching the appropriate words to that? And that is really important because the first, for example, a uh, uh, word that you put in each bullet point under each uh, role in your CV or resume really kicks off the rest of the sentence. And it's really easy to start with things like responsible for. Mm. And that doesn't really tell us a whole lot you want quantifiable action words and if if, for example you have led a team you want to talk about that if you have quantifiable results for example maybe you've um, received approval for a grant of x amount of money you want to be able to quantify that and you want to also talk about and make very clear the skills that were required for that now we have very um, specific ways of crafting those entries in your CV or resume, in order to get that across. But the number one thing is you have to be able to advocate for yourself on paper. And once you do that, once you work through that piece, then uh, you begin to think about yourself differently, because you're able to see all of your experience on paper. And you're also able, because you have all of that experience on paper, you're able to look back and actually connect the dots in a way that you never were able to before. And that is really powerful for understanding not only your own trajectory, but also your value and how you grew from one role to the next over time. And then from there, we learn how to talk about ourselves in a way that we're confident in. And again, it's not, it's not a matter of being cocky and having lists of, you know, I did this and I did that and, and all this. It's right. here, here's how I actually genuinely authentically grew in this role or from one role to the next and then we take that into our personal uh and professional brands and it's it it works so beautifully in practice
0: now you mentioned the the cv and i'm wondering is the, maybe that's intimidating for us to, to think about that uh so we say pen to paper is it even just thinking about what have I accomplished this past year? Or, I mean, where do, where do we start? Where, where's sort of the easiest way to start?
1: Yeah, I think it depends what the goal is. Okay. I think it depends what the goal is.
0: Well, well let's, say, let's say the goal is, let's narrow down And, you know, a lot of people right now are, um, maybe trying to articulate the value that they bring to a company because we're trying to say, well, look, this is this is what I'm worth. Uh, you know, p- there's more performance reviews, uh, and people need to be able to be clear because we're so everyone's so distracted. So, how can mm-hmm. they be really clear on what is the value? As you said, what is what is the trajectory or quantifiable that accomplished? Mm-hmm. But. So where do we start, I guess, if that's if that's our focus?
1: Sure. So it it, so if you're talking about a performance review or something like that, you Mm -hmm. obviously want to start at the beginning. Uh, Either it depends what the performance review is reviewing. You may want to start at the beginning of the role just for yourself. Right. I'm not talking about what you're going to present necessarily as part of your advocacy for yourself. Right. But. you, You I still think, though, that even for yourself, you should start a bit further back so that you can have confidence in your journey, yeah. so that you can understand your growth, uh, so that you can understand the the significance of the different decisions that you've made. Because I think part of this important discussion is that we have to value our own work. We have to mm-hmm. value our time, our effort. Mm-hmm. And so I would start actually just for yourself, I would start before you before whatever role it is that you're in. Um, if you've, of course, been at a company uh, for a very long time, then I would start. I would look at your trajectory from when you joined the company to see how you've grown over time, because if you've never done this work before, you may be missing out on a lot of value added pieces that you could bring to that performance review. Mm-hmm. And so. I think it depends sort of where you're starting, where you're going. If it's a very sort of focused performance review, then I might start certainly, I mean, for your advocacy at the beginning of that role. But again, you need that understanding of where you've been, where you are, and where you want to go in order to really, really have that advocacy for yourself. And I know that, you know, a CV, a resume can be, you know, like this daunting task. It doesn't need to be that. It could be a flow chart. On a piece of paper or a web diagram however it is that you Mm -hmm. absorb information depending on the kind of learner you are depending on the kind of thinker you are uh it could take any form so i i think it really depends on the circumstance and on the person and it doesn't need to be a formally typed document if you don't need it but of course sometimes we do
0: right right um and you mentioned something um previous not not as we're recording this but in, in a sort of a discussion before which is uh, and I like this. What would a person say about you? Is the value that you bring to your role? As a mm-hmm. question to ask yourself.
1: Yeah, and the reason that I rely on this question as a strategy a lot is because the number one of the one of the number one questions that I get is okay, but how do I learn to talk about myself? Right. How do I learn to talk about myself? How do I learn to showcase myself and my value? And one of the best questions that we can ask in response to that is how would somebody else on your team, your supervisor, your manager, how would somebody else describe the value that you bring? Mm -hmm. And this is a really powerful question because it removes you from yourself. And it helps you to look inward from uh, a different perspective because it's really hard to sit there and say okay what did i do in this role what did i do yeah. there i'm sitting there i'm doing data entry every day or i'm strategizing but i'm not really sure you know these are long-term projects and what's really helpful is by putting yourself in somebody else's shoes to ask the question which is how would they pick a person yeah how would that person yeah define my value. How? Why am I valuable here to them? And then it just starts this process of critically thinking about not only what somebody else thinks about you, but what you think about you, because you're the one that's actually answering.
0: Right. And I would
1: also say, sorry, I would also say, use a pen and paper. Don't do this on the computer. It's right. so important to take ourselves away from the screen. There are studies on this. There are studies that have shown that we do better and different work when we actually are holding a pen or pencil and using paper. You can translate it to the computer if you need to, but the vulnerability that comes and the connection between your mind and what you're putting on paper um, is actually so much um, so much stronger. Yeah. When when you take it away from the keyboard to start.
0: The key word there, I think you said is personalized. It's it's a much more inti- intimate experience and you're being much more honest with yourself.
1: That's right.
0: I like what you're saying here about how would somebody else talk about you? Because that's one thing we would say is we've seen so many people who are, um, don't know how, you know, like I like to say, you know, data entry or I'm doing strategy. Uh, it's like, I'm not doing anything. It's like, well, yes, you are like no and it's like so many people uh or assume that their manager or their boss uh knows exactly what they're up to so it really is important to be able to articulate that and give it some thought and to be able to share it in a way that actually even it helps the manager and realizes oh i didn't realize all this was going on um this is great i can even delegate more to you i didn't realize (laughs) you were you were doing so much critical thinking or problem solving on your own
1: That's right. It's so important that we realize that the people who are supervising or managing us will never be in the same position to understand your day to day work. Yeah, they see what you what essentially what you reveal to them. So you're not showing them all that time and effort behind the scenes that you're putting into that report or to that strategy that you're presenting at this meeting. But talking about the process of how that strategy came to be, especially in something like a performance review or in a line on a CV, if this is part of your regular job is critical to not only their understanding of what you're doing, but your understanding of what you're doing, because you Mm -hmm. also want to value your work. You also want to value what you are doing with your time and
0: with your energy. So before we go to our where you're going to share your failure, tada moment, uh, uh, Doctor Schneer, maybe share with us a little bit about how you got into this. How do uh, how did you become the the, the showcasing your value expert?
1: Thank you. So I, so there are sort of two sides to the work that I do. I, I run two companies. One is called Apply Yourself, the Advancement Spot. The other one is Schneer McKenzie Law and Policy Consulting. So I'm also a lawyer and I run a law firm where we help small businesses grow. Now, on the apply yourself side of things, I help, uh, applicants, uh, young professionals and senior professionals showcase themselves, whether it's in their graduate and professional school applications or in the branding of their websites for their businesses. And the way that I started that was actually um, that I was writing my dissertation in Starbucks one day. And parents and their adult kids would come up to me and say, oh, these are a lot of, lot of books. What are you working mm-hmm. on?" And I would say, "My mm-hmm. dissertation." They would say, "Oh, you've been through a lot of really competitive cycles, uh, application cycles. Can you review our materials?" I'm applying to masters, or PhD, or law school, or med school, or dental school, and I'd say, "Sure," um, because I, I've also I, I've also been and am currently on admissions committees at every level and job tenure promotion hiring committees as well. Um, and so what happened was they ended up realizing my schedule and showing up with all of their materials. And I was at a point where I actually wasn't able to get any work done Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. there was, there was actually a lineup in Starbucks. It was funny. Mm -hmm. And um, so I started doing house calls and that was in 2015. And here we are uh, today.
0: Mm. I I like also that you shared (laughs) not only did you go through this process, but now you're on the other side and you're reviewing this process. So you, you have an ear and an eye now for what, what is going to trigger something for someone or what's going to make it compelling or engaging. That's right. Well, very interesting, Dr. Schneer. We're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, this will give you about a minute to think about your failure. Ta-da story. Perfect. Are you ready? All I'm right, ready. good. Okay, good. We'll be right back.
2: <laughs> At the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company, we want to help you develop skills in a way that is purposeful and impactful. If you or someone on your team wants to improve their leadership skills, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why we've developed interactive and engaging leadership packages, each consisting of multiple courses, individualized leadership coaching, and other resources. To support leaders at all levels, we've created four leadership packages, each specially designed to improve a leader's skills in a particular area. Lead with trust. Lead effective and collaborative teams lead with executive presence, and lead your presentations. Leaders will be engaged and learning from our proprietary instructor-led training and grow as part of our community of like-minded leaders. To learn more about our leadership packages, go to greatcanadiantraining.ca or email us at info at greatcanadiantraining.ca and mention leadership package in the subject line.
0: And we're back here with Dr. Adrian Schneer talking about showcasing your value. And this is one of our favorite segments, Dr. Schneer. It is what we like to call failure. Ta-da! Where you talk about a moment along your own professional journey where maybe it felt like a failure at the time, but really went from ta-da to aha. So do you have one ready to share with us?
1: Yeah. And and I actually have two because they're connected. Okay. So the first is is when... so. These are these are both related to sort of the the obviously the showcasing work that we do, um, and the first is way you know happened way back when I was in you know my first year I was coming out of high school into first year of undergrad, and just like everybody else I thought I'm going to go to medical school, and I came from a heavily medical background with people all around me who were um, who were in the medical field as well, and. At the end of my first year, I realized this is not for me. I was in a very competitive life science program um, and the competition wasn't doing it for me, which is why Apply Yourself uh, is now strictly anti-competitive. Um, and I was ashamed that I, that I was going to be switching fields. And I, I felt a lot of isolation around that, a lot of um, fear around what would come next, because that was always the thing. Uh, and like I said, a lot of shame around that because I thought, well, what is wrong with me that Mm. everybody around me can do this and I can't or don't want to. Um, so that was a really big struggle. I ended up switching out of the program and in fact, switching universities, um, which led me on an entirely different path uh into my masters and then into my phd and then into law school which was something that i had never considered doing i never considered going to grad school or doing law school becoming a lawyer um and the ta-da though didn't come till much later when Uh. i when i had actually established apply yourself um and when i was working on Uh, the strategy around connecting with our audiences, connecting with our dream clients. And what I realized was that in order to connect with our dream clients at Apply Yourself, I had to really dig deep back into that experience because that experience is where so many of our clients are. And so the aha really came much later, Uh, and this is the second part, is when you become a business owner, you know that that is the most critical mirror that you can ever hold up for yourself (laughs) Is, is running a business and having yourself not only portrayed in the business, sometimes as the face of the business, but also in the mission and the values of the business, and you have to get really clear on what those are and what those are not. The aha itself was that my story, just like all of our clients' stories, just like your stories for anybody here listening, they are your power. They are what empowers you. Your story empowers you to help others. And so by reframing the story from one of shame and isolation into one of empowerment and agency so that you are the teller of your story, you're not letting external um, uh, sources or pressures dictate that story. Once you take ownership of
0: your story, you can then help other people. And what I like about this is that it's a ta-da where uh, it took a while to realize what was the learning in that, uh, and then when you realize it, and it's going. This, as I said, it's reframing our story in such a way that um, gives you it gives you values and beliefs, and also lets people know who they're dealing with and your authenticity. So really well done, Doctor uh, Doctor Adrianus. Where can we where can our listeners get more information about you or about your company?
1: Sure. So um, for Apply Yourself, you can send us a DM at, at, on Instagram at apply yourself global. Um, and you can head over to our podcast, the Advancement Spot podcast for more. Uh, for the law firm, you can, uh, you can send an email to hello at schneerlaw.ca, S-H-N-I-E-R-L-A-W.ca. Perfect.
0: Well, thank you so much for this conversation on how to showcase your value, and thank you for being a guest on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast.
1: Been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: And now it's time for our three stars no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can start to put into practice. Number three, mindset. How do you perceive yourself? Well, one good way to stay away from those internal and external validators is think of a story that you could share by yourself, a story where maybe you had to make a decision, as Dr. Schneer did when she had to decided that she had to leave a medical school and pursue other studies, and that was a difficult decision for her and why that mattered. Number two, resume, pen to paper. So one, holding a pen to paper creates more thoughtful moments and creates more of a connection. And speaking of connection, you're writing down a resume. It could even be a graph if you want. But how have you grown and attached the proper words? And how can you quantify it? What kind of growth was there, whether it be growing a person or growing a project? How would you describe that? And speaking of description... Number one is how would someone describe the value that you bring? Think of a person such as maybe a colleague or maybe a manager. How would they describe the value that you brought? So talk about yourself like you're talking about another person. And now the next step. What's something you could simply put into practice from this episode? It's about assumptions. We assume that others know what we do. They don't. You know best. You're there. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-led courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to GreatCanadianTraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.